It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love. I can't wait to hear your love stories and also to hear your questions for me. But before I start, I have my own question for you, actually, to start the show. And actually, this is for single people. Do you find it hard to date? Yes or no? Because lately, a lot of friends of mine who are single say, oh my God, you know, dating, online dating, oh, it's just a headache. It never works. You know, I meet hundreds of people. People are flaky. So what's your answer to that, single people? Do you find it hard to date or not? I actually had this question on my social media and here are the results. 81% of you said, oh, yes, it is hard to date. And only 19% of the single people who voted said, I enjoy dating. I'm single and I enjoy dating because I always enjoy a conversation and getting to know someone. Even for 15 minutes or two hours, I'm always up for it. I like a good date. Anyway, if you have a question for me now about you love life or your relationship, call me 855-905-8255. If you don't understand your partner or you have a question about why they're acting like this or like that, don't wait any longer. 855-905-8255. Dora, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, what is up with you? How can I help you, Dora? Well, I met this guy. Um, we went on a date, and I, we had a great time. And I texted him, thank you, after, and that I had a great time. And he said he did, too. And, you know, like, we bar- it was the tip of the iceberg. We have so much more to explore and everything. Uh-huh. But I realized that, like, I initiated a lot of our interactions, you know, whether it's texting or leaving messages. And so it occurred to me that I'm not sure if he's interested. And so then what happened? So you haven't heard back from him or? Well, I left him a message and I guess I said something that felt weird to him and he left me a message back saying, well, I'm not sure what you meant by that comment and I don't know what you expect from me this early in the game and, you know, oh, and then I, I left a message back saying, well, oh my goodness, I I don't expect anything, I, you know, that, that wasn't meant to be significant or anything. I was just wondering where you were at and stuff like that and I, I haven't heard from him and I'm wondering if I should still pursue contact. I see. What is your intuition on this one? What would you say? Not reach out anymore or send him a last one last message to explain yourself? What's your intuition? Part of me feels like if I just contacted him like that little incident never happened, you know, like it just was just a because I feel like I did explain it, but then he he hasn't responded. Yes. But maybe it's not because he's not totally interested. Maybe we just need to get past that little blip. Or Maybe he's not that into you and he doesn't want to put the effort to get to know you. Right. That could definitely be too. I mean, because you really, you, you want to get to know him, right? I do. I, I do. I, I can tell. And so you put the effort, the energy, try to clarify things, but he didn't try any efforts. He was defensive and moved on. And then you haven't heard back from him. Yeah. Yes. That means he's not that into you. And I don't want you to put any more effort into it. I would like you to now, you know, no more message, DM, nothing, text, uh, distance, silence. And I would like you to find another person, when possible, that is into you equally. Okay? Yeah. So- okay. Sorry, Dara, but it's just to protect you. I can't let you have illusion and then you're going to get hurt. Okay. 
All right, good Thank luck you. to you, Dora, and be strong. That leads me to a key question. When you meet somebody you like, what are the rules of engagement? That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Say you met somebody you really like. You guys have each other's phone number, and then you're wondering, what are the rules of engagement when it comes to communicating to each other? So I like to send you a first text and say, you know, bonjour, you know, I really enjoy meeting you. I'd like to get together again. Uh, what do you say we have coffee? Something very simple. Maybe coffee tomorrow, coffee this weekend. And then let's say you receive this. You got to answer if you like me. You know, I would say don't do it after too many hours. Just do it, I would say, in the next three or four hours max. Hey, you know, nice meeting you too. Coffee is great. Or be honest and say, oh, you know, I can't, you know, right now I can't, or thank you so much, I'm seeing somebody else. I say that because in the rules of engagement, I want all of us to remember this word, honesty. No playing, no lying. Be honest. And I want to share a story right about this topic. I'll tell you next. So true story, I'm talking about the rules of engagement. This is what happened to me, and that can happen to you too if the person you're communicating with is confusing you. I met about almost 18 months ago a French woman, actually, who lives in America. We communicated on Instagram. Then we communicated on the phone. And then I saw in New York and everything went well. And then, you know, she said, you know, I'm not ready now, but maybe later. And that is where the confusion started. And I should have known better that when somebody says maybe later, he means never. And so I got very confused. I got attached. I did the best I could. She then got confused too. And then what happened at the end? I was very disappointed and she felt awkward. Why? Because when you confuse each other by not being honest and clear, then things like this happen. So don't do like me. Do better than me. Clarify your thought, even if that leads to no more seeing each other. No more games. Life is too short. And by the way, if somebody's playing games like that on you, call me now. 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amber. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, <laughs> so I have a question. I've been um, dating this guy, well, what I consider dating. He's about... 20 years older than me, but we have a lot of fun whenever we go out. We go out dancing to dinner, uh-huh. and it's a great time. <clears throat> but my question is that whenever we're around people that we know, then he kind of stands back and acts like we've never, you know, gone out on a date before. And he does it every time. I mean, it's been numerous times. So should I, you know, keep trying with him, or should I just walk away? I see. Uh, just out of curiosity, how old are you? I am 40, and he is 60. Well, he's about to be 61. I see. Okay. So then, what is your intuition on why he's acting the way he is? Well, I think he's scared to be judged by his friends, or maybe, you know, there's another lady that's interested in him that he Uh knows, so he doesn't want to show that we're actually an item. Oh, he has another girl? How do you know he has another girl he may be interested in? Well... Whenever we're together, like in a group or with our friends, he doesn't really talk to me, but there's this one lady that he talks to a lot, and mm. it kind of looks like flirting. They laugh a lot, you know, they kind of are really close, 
as far as physically. So it's like he goes from me and then goes over to her. But as soon as everybody's gone, then he's back to me again. I see. And I assume you guys have been romantic and had ooh la la. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you guys are exclusive. Have you had the talk? Have you guys, you know, had the DTR? No, I mean, it's, it's casual, but serious at the same time. Okay. But I would like you to have the conversation because until you have that conversation in, in America, as you know, people can date and do multiple things. Really, the rule is until we are exclusive, everybody can do whatever they want. But mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, you should have that conversation calmly after a good meal because men are grumpy when they're hungry. <laughs> and, and then you say, you know, what you feel, Amber, and then let's see what he says. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. And then when he says yes to all of that, you can say, well, then from now on, when we're in public, don't ignore me and keep your attention towards me, honey. <laughs> all right? I like it. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome, Amber. Thank you for your call and good luck with that conversation. Thank you. Coming up, what are the signs that somebody is interested in you when you're online dating? That is next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous, and I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question for me, but you can't call in right now. You can't even send me an email. Remember, but you can always leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll get to it, just like this one. Hey, bonjour, Simon. My name is Shelly, and I have a question for you about dating. I feel like things are so different nowadays with dating because everything now is through like an app and I'm having a hard time really figuring out when a man is interested. I noticed some guys text a lot before we meet. Some guys don't text really at all before we meet. And I just, I'm just having a really hard time in the world of texting and apps. Can you help me? I love your show, by the way. Um, I don't speak French, but I know merci beaucoup. So, Thank you for that. Merci beaucoup to you, Shelley. And I'm going to tell you how to know if someone is interested in you when you online date. So stay with me. If you online date, how would you know somebody is interested in you or not? Because Shelley just left me that voicemail saying, Sam, it's becoming difficult. You know, everybody is answering everybody. And I can't really tell if somebody's interested in me or not. Shelley, it's very simple. I'm a guy. Say I'm online dating on some site. Let's say I see you, we start chatting after a while. I'm interested. I'm going to ask you to get together for coffee or drinks very soon. I'm not interested. I'm just keep you on the back burners and kind of answer once in a while. It's the rhythm, the pace of the communication between you and that other person on the other side of the screen on how quick you guys want to get together for coffee or drinks. And that will tell you if he's into you or not. I hope that helps you to understand how to navigate online dating better. Thank you for your voicemail. Now you call Annexed, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tiffany. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Uh, so a lot of my friends have casual ooh-la-la, and they are fine with it and they have fun and I can't really do that but I don't know if that's me just being like prudish and I should get over myself and just have fun because I want to have fun but I can't seem to take it as flippantly as they do. 
I see. When you say you want to have fun, Tiffany, is that you want to have more ulala or you want to have going out with friends? Or what, what exactly you mean by I want to have fun? I, I guess I don't want something super serious right now, but I still want to have fun with guys. I understand. Do you find it that it's difficult for guys to stay with you because you are reluctant maybe or, or more serious about the ooh-la-la and they reject you because of that? Yeah, or I'm scared that if I, if I do that, then like I'll just be a one-night stand and then I'll feel bad. I see. So your fear is kind of like if I give it up, they might just think it's a one-night stand and not take me seriously. And, or Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm a guy, uh, and I can tell you it doesn't work like this. It's all about the chemistry, the good time, the fun, the closeness, the conversation, and the ulala. So whether you have ulala on the first night, the second night, the third night, or a week later, after the ulala has happened, there is a feeling of well-being, comfort, and fun, or there isn't. There's no guarantee one way or the other, by the way. You can make somebody wait for six months, and after that first ulala, it's a disaster, even you waited for six months. Or you can have ulala on the first night, and it's wonderful, and you might find your soulmate, or just somebody to have a long relationship. It's all about the person and the experience. So you should always follow your intuition when it comes to that decision. Do I feel like I can have ulala with this person or not? Do I want to? If you want to, you do it safely. I see nothing wrong with it. You're an adult. That's what we do, right? Yeah. But if you don't want to, don't ever do it in the, in the name of, oh, my mate, I'm losing a, a chance to get a good guy. I don't think you should ever do it for that reason. Do it because you want to get so close to somebody and romantic. That makes a lot of sense. All right? Yes. <laughs> good. Okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Please. Really. So now you know what to do. I'm going to have fun when I want to then. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, and good luck to you. Have fun. Okay, thank you, Simon. It leads me to this question for you. Honestly, do you regret or do you treasure your one-night stands? Let's talk about that next. One-night stand. Magic and chanting moments of ooh To me, at least. Now, think about your own one-night stand. Do you regret them? Do you think it was too fast, too soon? Or it led to something wonderful like a memory forever, maybe um, even a marriage, maybe a family. Maybe you realize that it's not about the when you have ulala, but with who and the fact that it's in the universe to decide to put both of you and make one together. That's how I see it. I want to share with you maybe my most memorable one-night stand. And that wonderful story is coming up next. I've been very fortunate in, in, in that story because I met this girl a long time ago in Paris and uh, I invited her to this wedding of a friend of mine and she looked so, so beautiful and charming, but I didn't think I had you know, a chance with her because she really didn't give me that vibe. Anyway, we go sit down in the park outside of this big castle about an hour away from Paris and then some flower girls arrive and said, can you show us how to kiss each other? And I was embarrassed because I, she was not my girlfriend anyway. She reached out and said, let's just show them a little smooch. And then, you know what happened? She really French kissed me. And after that, she said, let's go back there. There was this like, little water and, and a bridge. And that was the beginning of a magic one-night stand that started there. We never made it back to the wedding. We ended up in Paris in the hotel. The rest is between me and her. 
one of the most enchanting, precious memory of my life, and I think for her too. So don't discard your one-night stands. There might be magic moments too. At least I hope so. You calls are next, 855-905-8255. Have you ever felt, after a moment of enchanting love, of romance, you wanted to tell the whole world, but you didn't? You had nobody to tell the story, or you didn't want to tell the story at the time. Well, now is the right time. If you have a story like this, just call me, 855-905-8255. Lexi, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lexi. I know you, you have a story for me tonight, a love story, so I can't wait to hear it. What is it? Yeah, um, I am. A, I, I rescue animals, um, mostly dogs, oh, but I do have cats. Yeah, thank you. And um, so I had gotten a new, like a like a Lapsu Shih Tzu mix, and I was taking him to the dog park, which I usually don't do with rescues because they mm-hmm. they're so scared. And um, I was at the park with my, and he just took off. But I mean, it's a, it's an enclosed dog park, so I really wasn't worried. But I couldn't find him. But I was freaking out, and there was a, a man still. In, he was a fireman, and mm-hmm. he was still in his outfit. So I knew he was a fireman, and he knew I was upset. And he came over to me, and he had his dog, a big, like a golden retriever. And um, he's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, and I told him the story, and he's just like, "All right, calm down. We'll find it." And it's a huge dog park. We couldn't find my dog, whose name is Lacey at at the time. Um, and I'm telling you, he went with me. Like we we scoured this park. I mean, we looked everywhere till we found him. And the dog, my dog, was scared to death. And he went to reach for it, and he snipped at her. That my dog snipped at her, and he didn't care. He was so sweet. He picked it up. He started rubbing the belly and kissing. And I was just like, I've never seen such a sweet, like compassionate, loving man. And um, he went oh. his way. I went, and about I couldn't get him out of my mind. So I went on Facebook because I knew which fire department he was with. Uh-huh. And I, I sent a message. I just, whoever, I, you know, to the fire department, and I described him. And about a week mm-hmm. and a half later, he sent me, he personally sent me a message back. And I said, listen, I want to take you out to dinner to thank you for it. And he's like, well, only if it's an outside place where we could bring our dogs. Because I never leave my dogs. So we brought our dogs. We went on a picnic. And um, we are, we have been together now for about four and a half years. And I'm just so in love with this man. He's just like a walking heart. I love that. And he is. I mean, what a story. I mean, that's that's very touching. And, and dogs are, you know, like like family. So I, I totally yeah. understand. I love dogs and, and animals in general, actually. So I, I think it's great. And, and it's also a lesson. So many dates start, by the way, people walking dogs and get together with that mutual uh, affection for animals. So how wonderful. Thank you so much, Lexi, for sharing that story. And what a great man this fireman is. That's That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. I, I want to say, first and foremost, thank you for tuning in to my show every single night, night after night. Makes my life and my producer's life you know, so exciting to know we're going to be with you. Um, I want to finish this show with an invitation. I had the chance to interview in my podcast, La Confession, the beginning of a true love story. A really unique story. Very romantic. Uh, they're both 21. And they met. I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to tell you what happened. But I was mesmerized and maybe a little jealous about how do you feel when you're in love in your early 20s. If you forgot how it felt, if you still maybe feel like this, or if you want to remember what's that unique feeling, take a listen to my latest podcast episode and you can find it at therendezvousshow.com.
Anyway, that's my invitation for you. Thank you so much for listening and have a good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.